Listeners, there's some views expressed on this podcast that aren't exactly true, even though they're sincerely held by those who express them. You might want to check the show notes for a fact check. And there's some language and a few interactions that make this episode not exactly appropriate for everyone. So you can start to hear the crowd. I'm about two blocks away from here. It doesn't actually look like there are that many people, but you can definitely hear them. They're very loud, they're cheering. Um, You can hear some drums. Eh, It's starting to get a little more crowded, but it's still not a mob. And the television trucks are giving them plenty of coverage. Question is how to get in. But I see a group going in that direction. It's not going to surprise you to learn that they're very, very white. It's April 4th, 2023, 10.32 a.m. The unthinkable is happening. An American president is about to be arrested. On March 30th, a grand jury convened by Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg voted to indict former President Donald J. Trump on what we learned were 34 felony charges. On Saturday, March 20th, on a stage in Waco, Texas, Trump called on his supporters to assemble in Lower Manhattan on the day of his arraignment to protest and take our nation back. So when the court set the date, I had to go. As it turned out, this demo wouldn't be good for anyone's brand but mine. I wanted to capture this moment for history. So these are the conversations I had. And this is episode 19 of Why Now? The People of New York versus Donald Trump. sixth is still burned into our minds, so there was a lot of fear about what MAGA supporters might do. Would there be Proud Boys? Armed militia? New York City prepared, mobilizing hundreds of uniformed police officers and undercovers, and assembling labyrinthine barricades at Trump Tower and across the street from Manhattan Criminal Court. The protest was organized and presumably permits pulled by the New York Young Republicans. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene vowed to be there. The Young Republicans also promised alt-right conspiracy theorist Jack Posobiec and conservative media personality Graham Allen. But it wasn't anything like that. There was a crowd of the Trump faithful around Collect Pond Park, a square block of concrete with a 17th century name. It was a small throng by New York standards, one that was greatly outnumbered by counter-protesters, police, and a vast army of media, a small contingent of Blacks for Trump, who turn out to be a semi-cultish religious group, were there. There was a Trump impersonator in a prison jumpsuit, and a gaggle of Chinese people who identified as MAGA supporters from the Free Republic of China. There was also a Stormy Daniels impersonator, a topless African-American woman wearing white body paint, tape over her nipples, 
and a garish blonde wig. She swanned through the crowd, shouting, Pay me $130,000, Trump, and I'll fuck you. But sometimes she screeched, I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the young cops would crack up. It was such a New York scene. To the best of my knowledge, Posobiec and Allen never appeared, although there are reports that George Santos, the imposter Republican congressman from Long Island, showed up. MTG got out of her car for about 10 minutes, then ran away. I'm not sure she ever spoke to anyone. But there was also no stage and no sound system. Would they do the same for us on the other side? If I walked into there, I bet you there would be fists I'd have to start throwing. So I'm not doing that. Why is that? So why is it that the cops will protect him and they won't protect us? Why do you think that? Because they'll lose their jobs. That's why. As pro and anti-Trump protesters chanted at each other, I moved through the crowd, sampling people's responses to the indictment and asking them why they had decided to show up that day. Some of the Trump supporters were a little wary at first until I assured them I didn't work for a mainstream media outlet. So you're not like the rest of the media then? I'm not like the rest of the media. In other words, they don't pay me to do this. That was a Trump supporter named Michael Picard who was wearing a red MAGA hat and stars and stripes overalls that he told me he had sewn himself the night before. As he talked, he filmed me with a GoPro camera. My name is Michael Picard. I'm filming too because I, uh, for my security, I don't want to be confronted with a new idea. Okay, is, is that, um, can you tell me why? You don't want to be confronted with a new idea? Because I, I believe what I believe. Okay, and what do you believe? I believe in Trump. And can you tell me why you believe in Trump? Because Trump is magnificent. Okay, he's magnificent. Did your life get better under Trump? It did because of all the tax cuts. Okay, um, and are you a small business person or? I am, I own, I actually own a um, tobacco farm in Connecticut. Okay, so tell me, um, do you think these charges are unjust? I do, yeah. I don't think that Trump should be prosecuted for a crime that he committed. You think he committed a crime, but you don't think he should be prosecuted? Correct. Can you tell me why? Because he's the president. Because he's the president now, or because he was the president? Because he's the president now. What do you think is going to happen next? I think he's going to be found innocent. By the jury? You think the people will speak? Yeah. Okay. What do you think should happen if he's not found innocent? Um, then I, I think all the MAGA Republicans should um, watch Prison Break, the movie, the, the show, yeah. and stage a prison break. What if Ron DeSantis were nominated instead? How would you feel about that? He's not up to the challenge. Uh, and can you tell me why? Because he's very, um, I just don't like him. Okay. I like Trump. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I do want to say one more thing, yes. I, I want to say that just because Trump lost the popular vote and the electoral votes, he still won by a landslide. Why did he want, win by a landslide if he lost the popular vote and the electoral votes? Because he did. I was still looking for the stage at that point, and I also wanted to talk to some counter-protesters. Getting to them required going through a maze of police fencing and circling the block, squeezing through a new set of steel barriers seconds before the police shut off another sidewalk. 
That's where I ran into a man who introduced himself as Gregory Williams. He was standing next to a cardboard cutout of Hillary Clinton and carrying a sign that said, lock him up. Gregory Williams, would you be interested in talking to me about what you're doing? Would I? Yes, ma'am. My name is Gregory Williams. Uh, I'm here today because it's a very historical moment to, to have a president of the United States of America indicted, uh, arrested, and charged for crimes he has committed. Now, I don't believe they're going to stick. I think the jury is going to find him guilty of maybe all the 30 something uh, indictments, maybe five. Okay. Or three, maybe three. Let's hope for three. I don't know. We don't know what the indictments are. Yeah. But think about whoever Michael Cohen went to jail for, he should go to jail also. Yep. You know, and, uh, but uh, I think what's going to happen is, uh, is today I think it's a good day for America, though. Seriously. It's not about Democrat hating Trump or hating Republicans. It's showing us that no man is above the law. Um, I, I did some things wrong. I had to go to jail. You know, traffic ticket. I went to jail. So, so sorry about that. Yeah, traffic tickets. Seriously, come on. Yeah. But, no, committed serious, serious crimes, you know. Tax evasion, fraud, money laundry, uh, lying on, 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 your, on your forms. I, I just think this is a travesty. Well, what do you think about the fact that Republicans are saying, ah, campaign finance violation, big deal? Because they're con artists. Okay. And anything, anything that support... See, it's, it's, it's strange how if they commit a crime or, or the person they support, I'm going to put it this way, the person they support commit a crime, oh, it's no big deal. But if somebody else do it, lock him up. Yeah. That's why I brought the sign. Eight years. Whatever Hillary did, lock her up, they said. So now we get to say it to him. <laughs> yes, we do. I love this DA. Yes, we I do. So Jesse Jackson Jr. went to jail for three years That's for right. campaign finance Damn violations. Right. Damn right. And we didn't turn our backs on him. We didn't say, oh, that's a sham. And you can't. No, you broke the law, your ass go to jail. You know who I really love? Kamala. Why? I love that governor. I just love him. I like how he tried to talk to the people, how he dealt with things, how he got shit done in New York. But when he started touching those ladies and all that kind of stuff, he had to go. It's just that simple. But I don't understand why the same rule don't apply across the aisle. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Shirley agreed. I have a message for him. A message for America to go to prison. All right, you want him in prison uh, for this charge or for all the charges? Everything under the sun. Okay, do you think that in principle, the idea that he is innocent until proven guilty should apply here? Yes, however, I believe we, and I'm hoping that we have a very intelligent jury that knows what to do, you know, based on whatever it is, but on his character alone, He's a liar, he's, he cheats, he's not good for America. In my last futile attempt to find the stage that didn't exist, I circled the block again, ending up back with the Trump supporters. After all, it was really them I had come to see. And that's where I encountered the only shouting match I saw that day. For reasons that are unclear to me, a woman wearing a pink Women for Trump t-shirt and pushing a baby in a carriage had called a Latino man the N-word. And he wasn't having it. The N-word, a black guy, the N-word, calling my bitch ass N-word. So I have better things to do than take shit from you, Mr. Bagel Karen. You want to call people the bitch ass N-word, so shut the fuck up, you know? I got better things to do than take lip from some yuppies. All right, I don't, I'm gay too, you dumb dumb, all right? I don't give a fuck about your dumb opinion. I'm gay too, stupid. All right, we're done, we're done. That's when I ran into Diane 
who was carrying a large white flag with a Christian message on it. What's your name? My name's Claire. What's your name? I'm Diane. Hi, Diane. Where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. You're from Brooklyn? Okay. And I don't know what your, your flag says. Uh, this is the Christian flag, and it says, God bless President Trump. Okay. And, and in your point of view, is Donald Trump still president? Yes. Okay. I understand where you're trying to go with this. No, I understand I, Biden is in the White House. What I still to this day contend, as do millions of people around the country, is we had questions about the fairness and integrity of the 2020 election. We had every right to ask that. There was electors that were sent that were that states were saying to bring those electors back because they had questions. And yet that wasn't done. And so you do have people who to this day, we still believe that that was not a fair election, that there's something was that went terribly wrong in there. And it, we need voter ID. Voter ID would put an end to that. Tell me why the left doesn't want voter ID. When other countries, they say it's racist, but you go to other countries, they have voter identification. One of my best friends is Filipino. They get a card, okay? Now, they don't have fair elections, but they do have an ID card when they go to, to vote, okay? So if they have an ID card and there aren't fair elections, what should well, we do to make fair elections in this country? We should have one day of voting. Absentee ballots have always been when there's somebody who cannot get to a poll. But we should not have weeks of early voting. It should be one day, and that's it. Years ago, you knew what the ballot, what it came out to, the, the numbers were crunched at the end of the night. You knew who won, you knew who lost. If anybody wanted to, you know, argue the point, they could. You're not two months down the line and then you're just finding out that maybe something's happened. But I don't want to talk about that, honestly. At this point, I'm here because the, the justice system in the United States and what happened today in New York, this is a blight on, on, on Americans, America's history. This can never be erased. This is something that people in other countries are looking at us and saying, if this can happen in America, what's the hope for them? Because we were the hope for those people in those communist and dictatorship where, where do they go now? So you feel like America is really letting the world down by allowing this to go through? Yes, and, and, and all of our citizens. How can you say they're, they're, that the DA is an impartial person when he ran on the election promise he's going to get Trump? So you're saying I'm running for DA and my first order of the day is I'm going to get my political enemy and, and indict him. By hook or by crook, right? I'm going to get him. We're going to get him. That's what he said. That's what Tish James said. So there is no more innocent until proven guilty. It's two tiers of justice. Do you think it matters that Alvin Bragg and Tish James are both black? Do you think there's a racial agenda? I think there is a racial agenda there because I think that they do a lot of fundraising based on the fact of trying to call Donald Trump a racist when Donald Trump has had decades in the spotlight with all kinds of people. Donald Trump as president gave more to black college, historic colleges than Obama ever did. Okay? Donald Trump as president gave opportunity zones with uh, Senator Tim Scott for black and brown people, people that are in disadvantaged communities. What did Obama do for them? But there's a, a huge swap of politicians, prosecutors, and judges, all of this, on the left, it is on the left, that they are making millions of dollars in fundraising by saying Donald Trump's a racist, orange man bad. But they're being racist. 
Why are you targeting a white man? You're both black. You're targeting a white man. When federal prosecutors wouldn't take the case, they threw it out. Albert Bragg's own office threw it out. They didn't want to take the case. And now he's got to do it because he's got to make good. He got a million dollars from a PAC that is from George Soros. And people think, oh, we say George Soros is a boogeyman. George Soros can't step foot in a number of countries because he'll be arrested for everything from currency manipulation to trying to overthrow and undermine the government. Soros has given millions and millions of dollars to PACs and uh, nonprofits. There's at least two dozen or more prosecutors around the country that have put in through PACs with Soros. And Soros is not a good actor. Soros is, is against the Constitution because he'll make money on our decline and our collapse. Thank you. God bless you. So you sound like a very educated woman. Um, can you tell me when you became an activist? You know what? I became an activist when Barack Obama started what I feel putting what he called his, uh, how do you say, citizen army, right? And he had that one, OFA, or whatever, and they started doing all this stuff. And Barack Obama was a very divisive president. And it's a shame because he had so much opportunity to make so many beautiful historic moments. And he squandered that because he went with the radicalized agenda and he started the decline that we see. But this has been in the, this has been in the, in the making for decades. This is a communistic bent to all of this. There really is. So this has been in the making since the 1950s. Or early, remember in Hollywood, in McCarthy, right, the McCarthy era, you had, you had communists trying to infiltrate in the 30s and 40s Hollywood movies, right? They wanted to try to get the communist message across. In, in, they knew that that's the way to get to people, young people. And when they couldn't make enough of that inroads in Hollywood, they started in academia. You got a lot of, you know a lot of history. You really know a lot of history. Can you? I don't have much of a life. You look like a person with a life. Um, were, were you a Tea Party activist? I was, yes. Okay, and there's a Tea Party in Brooklyn? Does it still exist today? Active. Yeah, I have friends there, but they're not, too, they're not very active. Okay. But you know, it is what it is. I wasn't being disingenuous when I told Diane she knew her history. She's obviously spent years thinking about these things. All her facts are right, it's just that they're a little scrambled. But Diane knows who she is and where she comes from. In fact, although she is drowning in election conspiracy theories, she had a much clearer sense of what she was doing and why than the next guy I talked to, who looked like an ordinary finance bro. Can you tell me your name? Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Um, where do you live? I live uh, uptown. Okay. And why are you here? And why do you think Alvin Bragg is a disgrace? I mean, you know, I, I think the whole thing is a political persecution. It's pretty obvious. Uh, they've had it out for Trump ever since he ran for the presidency and uh you know they weren't going to stop until they got him on something and uh you know these are trumped up charges no pun intended it's much ado about nothing and uh it's a disgrace and uh it's a terrible precedent to set okay. i wouldn't want to see it done to biden even okay and let me just ask you because i think one of the charges is going to be that the hundred and thirty thousand dollars was an illegal campaign contribution right um they sent jesse jackson jr to jail for that what's the difference between a congressman and a former president you know i can't speak to the, the case with jackson it sounds like i wouldn't have thought that he should be sentenced to jail either okay um you know i think that there is a difference though between 
being a president and having a person who's you know subsequently running again for president and you know a lo someone who's lowered down you know it always it also depends on the charges and stuff too you know i mean if someone was being charged for a serious crime you know charge anybody you know including presidents but not when we're talking about misdemeanors in a state that has been trying to take felonies and reduce them down to misdemeanors. You know, they're trying to go the opposite way, but not for this case. So I know I'm not arguing with you. I just want to make a correction because I'm recording this. Illegal campaign contributions are a felony. They're not a misdemeanor. So would that change your mind? It wouldn't because, you know, these campaign finance laws are intricate and they're messy. And, you know, it's just not something that personally I care about. Do you think he could have known? I mean, you say they're intricate and messy. Do you, do you think Trump couldn't have known that this was a violation? Is, exactly. Be... It's easy to, you know, it's easy to cross the line, especially for someone that doesn't know, you know, the, the right way to go about things with, you know, with these campaign laws and stuff. Sure. I was tired. I needed lunch. And it didn't seem worth it to stay for another two hours to see Trump step out of a limo and begin his life as a criminal defendant when I would get a better sightline at home on my television. But as I squeezed my way through the crowd, I heard the sweet sound of a violin. It was a small outpost of Lyndon LaRouche acolytes. I couldn't resist, and I stopped to talk to a man who gave his name as DJ Elf 7. Why Elf? Because he stands up for the little people. DJ Elf 7. Okay, and where are you from? I'm actually in Ridgewood, Queens. I'm representing New York City. I'm Korean American. Okay. But I'm, I'm American as anybody else, for real. You I was betcha. born here. You... I was born here. Yeah. And can you tell me um, why the LaRouche group is here today? Well, actually, they do a lot of showing up at events trying to build their membership. They try to find people that are disaffected by the system and uh, build their, their group, and a lot of groups do that. So they do say some things that I agree with. There, there's some recent decisions that they made that I'm really pissed off about, but, um, you know, no one perfect. So, you know, um, really in the end, the aristocratic leaders do whatever they do. You know I mean, and it's, it's really the responsibility of little people like us on the ground, yep. hold them accountable. And this is a forever war where we gotta, you know, so look, this guy over here, he's, the, the future belongs to people that show up people that are willing to do the work, the little people. And that's who I represent, the little people, DJ Elf. That's great. And do you think Donald Trump should be taken to trial on this charge? I feel like, um, really, look, I've, I've worked with a lot of people that's been, like, you know, former prisons, try, prisoners trying to, former convicted felons, trying to get them, you know, to be reacclimated re to society. So I feel like, you know, look, Trump's done some really bad things. Central Park Five, he asked the death penalty on innocent men, some racist stuff going on, but the fact of the matter is that not everybody follows Trump as racist, number one. Number two, I do feel like this event is politically motivated. So You mean the, the, the indictment, indictment itself? I think there is some political aspect to it. I don't think it's really, you know, these Epstein, Harvey Weinstein bullshit going on all over the place, you know, I mean, this corrupt ass stuff. It's just all sick as so, you know, like, Stormy Daniels talked to Trump because he was to do with resources, money, and access not like us you get what i mean she never talked to a dude like me or you or right because we don't matter screw the aristocracy it's time for us to look out for each other and stop buying their solutions trump or biden or whoever you know what i mean even larouche to an extent i'm not saying right not saying that you should discount everything larouche says either he's had some good ideas it's worth listening to right but don't treat him as a god either as we parted dj elf7 gave me his card 
It identifies him as New York's number one street activist. It was the perfect ending. I went home to watch the 45th president of the United States get arrested. And that's it for today's show. You can go to the Political Junkie Substack at clairepotter.substack.com for show notes and to listen to more episodes, leave a comment, or ask a question. You can subscribe to Political Junkie for free, which gets you one newsletter a week that may or may not include a podcast. Or you can pay as little as $5 a month to get every podcast and every newsletter delivered straight to your desktop two times a week. You can also participate in subscriber chats. You can subscribe to Why Now on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please leave a rating and a comment so that other listeners can find us. Please share this podcast with a friend who loves history, politics, and smart conversation. Why Now is supported by the New School for Social Research and by paying subscribers to Political Junkie. Why Now and Political Junkie are written, recorded, edited, and produced by me, Claire Potter. Show notes, technical assistance, and research are by Emma Kern. My opening theme is by Galaxy News, and my closing theme is by Avocado Junkie. You can find both of these terrific artists on soundstripe.com. That's all for now. I'll see you next time.